we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Good morning. How you guys feeling? I'm feeling good. Black and Holly favorite. Yes, man. Yes, yes. Life is good. Nothing to complain about. We alive. We made it to another day. We are breathing. Yes. I tell you. I tell you all the time. Take a deep breath. You know, because there's a lot of people who can't this morning. You know, they're no longer here. So, so take a deep breath and thank God for another day of life. Yeah. You know, after the crazy car show over the weekend, and I've been up for like seven days delivering cars, bringing cars, red carpets. You name it. You you name it. Everything that had to, to be involved with the car show. So yesterday was the first day that I did absolutely positively nothing. I went to sleep at 7.30 and woke up at 5. Boy, did that you feel You had no good. boiled peanuts. You had no boiled peanuts, though. I did not have boiled nuts. I didn't say nuts. I said boiled peanuts. Okay? South Carolina delicacy. All right? 
No, I didn't have none of that. I, I, I slept. I just, well, that's a just, good just feeling, isn't it? It is. It, it is, is a good it feeling. Is, it is. It is. I'm over here getting ready for Angela Yee Day, which is on Saturday. And one of the most amazing, exciting things to me is that I'm working with the Social Justice Fund. Mm-hmm. And so every time people hashtag you belong here, they donate $200 to five different organizations every single time from the Social Justice Fund. So I just want to uh, encourage people to post and use that hashtag you belong here. That's the culmination of this whole campaign that the Social Justice Fund has been doing. Uh, making sure that they support different organizations uh, to uphold the rights, freedom, and dignity of people threatened by unjust illegal systems here in the United States. Absolutely. That's incredible. Are y'all going to have boiled peanuts there, though? Yes. Okay. No, I'm just saying they that. Got, I don't think be, so. <laughs> you can have them, boiled peanuts. You, you can have Why them. Why are you, you so excited about boiled peanuts? Man, you know what? One day I'm gonna bring some boiled peanuts in there for y'all and let y'all understand why. I had some in there one time. None yeah, somebody thinking, somebody delivered some. No, nah, we gave them to you. Definitely bought some boiled peanuts up there. How were oh, they? Those are gone. Were they salty? Amazing. Um, no. You know what? They had some, those were flavored. They had some flavor. Those were flavored. The ones they sent up there. I do like mine, uh, not salty, salty, but just with a pinch of salt, just the right I'm amount sure. of salt. I miss when on the flights they used to give you the honey roasted peanuts. They still do. I know those aren't that good for you because it's honey roasted, so it kind of takes away the nutritional. Oh, man. But they are amazing. Nah, they still do I a love honey as an allergy. I like honey roasted cashews. Honey roasted cashews is what hits hard. The honey roasted peanuts, they're like, eh, I like the honey roasted cashews. Mm-hmm. My goodness. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Though. A greedy morning yes. talk. Right? Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about this student loan forgiveness policy. The student debt relief plan will tell you who can qualify and how much you're going to get. And we'll talk about extensions for people who have to pay back student loans. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, let's start with this whole student loan forgiveness policy. This is the so-called student debt relief plan. So, the deadline for the restart of payments for the $1.7 trillion in federal student loans is coming up. And so Joe Biden announced yesterday a plan to cancel debt for a subset of Americans and also to keep that pandemic era pause on repayments. So uh, speaking from the White House's Roosevelt Room, Joe Biden outlined his plan to forgive uh, tens of thousands of dollars for individuals who earn less than one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per year. Here's what he had to say. Student loan payments pause is going to end. It's going to end December 30. I'm extending to December 31st, 2022, and it's going to end at that time. It's time for the payments to resume. Second, using the authority Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 in outstanding federal student loans. In addition, students who come from low-income families, which allowed them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant, will have their debt reduced 20 thousand dollars working and middle-class people making under a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a year you make more than that you don't qualify so in other words if you got a Pell Grant that would mean that you could get twenty thousand dollars and that is um, 60 percent of borrowers do have Pell Grants and so that's the larger forgiveness and a lot of people so the majority of people will qualify for that twenty thousand dollars now is that per year or is that your full college that's the full thing but that is actually gonna wipe out a lot of people who still owe money a lot of their debt so that could wipe out some people's if you still only owe twenty thousand but you had a Pell Grant you know that'll wipe away all of that 
I and just, if you still only owe ten thousand, I just wondered like a lot of these other countries are able to allow people to go to college for free. Like if you look at Howard University, right, HBCU, their tuition is thirty thousand dollars a year. So four years, that's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, right? Now, so that twenty thousand dollars, they still have a hundred thousand dollars to pay, and twenty thousand is great. I'm not knocking that, but if other places can do it and other countries can do it why can't we figure out how to do that well, well he could still get well, taken to court because there's these loan servicing agencies so if you get a government loan it's different than if you get a private loan uh so some of these companies are going to lose revenue and they could take joe biden to court uh in that case listen i wish that he could wipe all of the loans wipe wipe all the loans out the way they forgave all the ppp loans but canceling ten thousand in student loan debt for some is what he promised on the campaign trail. So I'm not mad at it. You know, he kept the campaign promise. That's all you can hope for with these politicians, that they do what they said, you know, they, they were going to do. And he did it because that's what he's been promising the whole time. He promising to cancel $10,000 in student loan debt for some. And that's why, like, you know, when these politicians like Secretary of Education, uh, Miguel Cardona and Vice President Kamala Harris, remember when we would ask them about the $10,000 Biden promised and they would sound mm-hmm. crazy and get the tap dancing around the issue? Yeah. They don't have to do that anymore because he did Well, here's how you apply for relief, because I know a lot of people have questions. In the coming weeks, the Department of Education will lay out in detail a short and simple form to apply for this relief, along with information when this application process opens. By resuming student loan payments at the same time as we provide targeted relief, we're taking an economically responsible course. As a consequence, about $50 billion a year will start coming back into the, se- the Treasury because of resumption of debt. Independent experts agree that these actions taken together will provide real benefits for families without meaningful effect on inflation. Now, if everybody does claim the relief that they're entitled to, 43 million federal student loan borrowers will benefit, and of those, 20 million will have their debt completely canceled. And as far as questions about how are you going to pay for this, where is the money coming from, Joe Biden said there's plenty of deficit reduction that will pay for these proposals. He said, I will never apologize for helping working people and middle-class Americans. Now, according to a law professor at Fordham University, John Brooks, he said the president has some pretty broad authority under the Higher Education Act. A lot depends on the size of the cancellation. The smaller the amount of cancellation, the easier the question is. Wiping out all student debt with a single stroke might be tougher, but the president, through the Secretary of Education, does have the power to adjust the amount of loan principal that any borrower has. Yeah, I'm telling you, they only ask where the money is coming from when it's actually going to people. Like, they sent $3 billion to Ukraine just yesterday or the day before yesterday you know what mm-hmm. i mean or they'll they'll approve an 850 million dollar you know d- d- defense budget you know 850 billion you know dollar d- dollar defense budget and nobody will complain so i don't want to hear about where that money is coming from and please uh don't let this situ- let this be a situation like the small business loans that happened during the pandemic where black people couldn't get the relief they needed because they didn't properly know how to fill out paperwork to get the funding i hope this isn't one of those situations well that is your front page news all right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? How's it going, DJ? It's Dennis from New Jersey. Hey, Dennis. Good morning. Oh, our friend really from New Jersey. 
Good morning, uh, Angela E. Good morning. Angela E, while you're on, uh, may I ask you a quick question? For your show, uh, do uh, I need a ticket, uh, the event that you have it by Barclays? Just come on through. You're supposed to go online and get one. It's free, but we'll be fine. We'll have some tickets for you there. Thank you kindly. I just wanted to say I really enjoyed the order show in Atlantic City. It was spectacular. Oh, thank you, man. You enjoyed it? Did you bring the kids and family as well or no? No, I came in myself, but I can tell easily that you could just walk around forever. Yes. Yeah. Because you would always spot something new. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us, man. Thanks Hopefully for always supporting us, man. We appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. You have a wonderful day, guys. You too now. Cool guy, man. I like that guy. I wish he'd have came up to me and told me who he was. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Tario. Who this is? DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Yes, Tario. Peace, King. Good morning. What's up? I'm still on no crazy style in Charlemagne, so it's all good. But anyway, make a long story short, I was listening to y'all interview yesterday with Miss Sarita. Uh, Sarita Stive. Huh? Sarita Stive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And she was telling me about her influence about music. And then I have a cousin that um actually told a judge that Tupac made him do it. And I thought he was joking until I heard what she was saying about Eve. And I just want that to be one of y'all topics for the day, man. How do music impact people, man? Right. Have you ever been impacted by music? Is there a song that made you want to do something? Key Sweat, make it last forever. <laughs> well, that's a good influence. <laughs> like, Listen, it's so, it's so much different records that have influenced us. Growing up, I don't know why we lie and act like music don't have an influence on us. It has an influence on the way we talk, the way we mm-hmm. dress, you know, our actions. I know people who've gone to college because of certain uh, certain artists. You know what I mean? Like, so why do we act like music okay. don't have an influence? It absolutely does. But I'm saying the impact. No, you're right. The, the city girls made me want a guy that's going to swipe that visa. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Hey. I ain't messed with y'all this morning. What? This did. morning, but if y'all both say coming up, you're on the third, I'm on the fourth. That's right. We're about to celebrate. Virgo season is officially here. Let's do it. All right, brother. Yeah. I, I didn't hear the conversation yesterday, but that is a, a good topic. You know what I mean? Because music has influenced so much. Like, I moved out of my, my mama's house because of, you know, uh, TLC, No Scrubs, and because of Outkast and Goody Mob, get up, get out, and get something. Like Yeah, she yes, was saying that yesterday. Has a hell of an impact. That she didn't snitch because she remember listening to Rough Riders or Eve Ride, or Ride, or Ride or Die. So she said she, that's the that's reason real. why she didn't snitch mm-hmm. and she held it down and she had to serve uh, ten years because of that. I at mean, nineteen, that's the reason a lot of people don't snitch. I mean, not not just. I mean, that's that's street code. But when you take that street code and amplify it in music, yeah, that becomes a message. Of course, that's right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, it appears that Offset is suing quality control. There's also rumors that the Migos have broken up. And I guess they don't follow each other, Offset and then Quavo and take off anymore. Now, Offset posted on Twitter, this new chapter for me is personal. And... Uh, P from Quality Control said the last lawsuit was filed publicly and dismissed quietly. Let's see how this one go. Been too real for all this lame-ish. Everyone know the real problem. And Offset said, N-words act like I'm the problem. I paid millions to get my rights back. You blackballed me. I ain't said ish one time. Homie, I ain't spoke to you in two years. Now I drop and you want your name on my credit? And then that's when uh, P 
from Quality Control. Let people know the show must go on. Here he is with Lil Baby. Hey, baby. You see what they say on the back? Read what they say on the back. Show must go on. <laughs> show must go on. All right. Now, P also went on Twitter and said, new single, Lakia, dropped tomorrow night. Back to business. Docu-film, Lil Baby, dropped Friday in 150 countries. New Lil Baby album on the way. New Quavo takeoff album on the way. Back to business. New Icewear Vezo, DJ Drama, Gangsta Grills edition on the way. Uh, he went on and on to talk about what else he has and said, back to business. No time for distractions. Now, Cardi B weighed in and said Offset bought himself out of his uh, QC deal after they didn't want to renegotiate his contract. I'm tired of people trying to make Offset look like the bad guy. Enough is enough. Yeah, I mean, that's all interesting because, you know, if it's one thing we know about QC, they really ride for their artists. You know, P and Coach really care about their artists. But business is business, so I have no idea who's right and wrong in this situation. I just hope that, you know, those brothers resolve it. Sounds like something for I the lawyers. Because I don't know if he, you know, if he did buy himself out of his contract and had his lo- lawyers negotiate that, then he'll be in the right. And if he didn't, yeah. then he won't. So it's really it's a- something that social media is not going to help you. It's the lawyers. Yeah, no. It could have been anything. He could have bought himself out the contract, but for the la- for the next two albums, they get a, a percentage or something like that. It could be anything, but like Charlamagne said, I just hope, I hope them brothers uh, work it out. They came up together, so I hope they're able to fix their differences. Yeah, they're very instrumental yeah, for saw, each other's success. Yeah, and I also saw Offset saying how he just, you know, he just he wants to grow. He wants to grow as an artist. You know what I mean? So sometimes, you know, the the business may prevent you from from doing that outside of what you originally signed. So, like I said, I just hope they both resolve it all amicably. Yeah, I mean, I think about like with Wu Tang as a group, they were signed to Loud Records, but then each of them went and got their solo deals at different places. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, now Nick Cannon has his 10th child on the way. I thought he was stopping. And that's his third child with Brittany Bell. So he revealed that. He said time stopped and this happened. And then there's a video of them having a maternity shoot. She looks to be several months pregnant. Um, and yes, again, that's their third child together. They welcomed their son Golden in 2017 and Powerful Queen in 2020. Okay. Well, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon, drop on the clues bonus for Nick Cannon. He is now tied with Eddie Murphy uh, with 10 kids. Will he go for 11 people? There might be Let another a, one on the way. A, a cool already. dozen. I'm sure. <laughs> by the way, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is. This is. You might as well just paste, copy and paste this headline for the rest of the time you're on Breakfast Club and when you start your new show, Ye. Nick Cannon is expecting a baby. How many times have you said that in the past year? A lot. At least seven in the last time of the Breakfast Club. At least seven, eight. Remember he was celibate for like a month? <laughs> oh, nobody believed that. Selling a bit of what? <laughs> Selling a bit of sperm for people whose sperm don't work? Please. Uh, all right, Vanessa Bryant, a federal jury awarded her $16 million in a lawsuit against L.A. County over the alleged distribution of photos from the crash site where Kobe Bryant and their daughter Gianna died. Another plaintiff, Chris Chester, was awarded $15 million in that same lawsuit. That is for emotional distress, future suffering, and past suffering, and all of that. So Vanessa Bryant did cry with her hands in a prayer position as the verdict was read and she left afterwards. She did not talk to reporters and the jury reportedly deliberated for only a few hours after 10 days of testimony. So part of the uh, payments was, uh, you know, you cannot share pictures of deceased people. And so you have to have the sufficient training and policies. The fire department, they said, lacks that sufficient training and and policies. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. 
Mm-hmm. And that was on Kobe Bryant yeah, Day, 16. too, right? 824. Yeah, so I'm just happy that she was able to uh, go to court and, and get the money. Obviously, it's still traumatizing for her. Absolutely. But at least she yeah, came man. out. 16, yeah, 16 million is cool, but it's not enough. No amount of money is going to be enough. But they should have did something like, you know, give her, you know, tw- uh, 81 million for the 81 points she scored or something crazy like 16 million not enough not for that what what she had to go through can you imagine that that's the last thing you would want to see when you're already traumatized and you oh my god i don't even want to think about it god bless that family yeah and the conversations that they were having so insensitive like how dare you do that these are people's lives and family members that have to see this and hear this and you a different level of groupie. You know what type of groupie you are to be doing that? Like you, you're only showing those off because it's the remains of Kobe Bryant and uh, his daughter. Like that's the only reason. Like that's that's corny. Corny's an understatement. All right. Well, that is they your need to ask kick. rumor report. All right. Well, we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and let's talk about restrictive state abortion laws. They're trigger laws that are set to take effect this week. That is going to put access to abortion further out of the reach. For millions of women. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Except no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum Large Size. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is it. Your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Ice condoms. No matter what time it is. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yeezy? Well, a lot of restrictive state abortion laws, including so-called trigger laws, are going to take effect this week. And that'll make it harder for about 10.1 million women of reproductive age in five different states to get access to abortion. So their access will be impacted by these laws. Idaho, Tennessee, and Texas trigger laws will take place in those three states starting today, banning abortions with few exceptions. And there's still litigation that continues around certain aspects um, of that. And then on Friday, North Dakota's trigger law that bans abortions in most circumstances is set to take effect. And then on Saturday, an Oklahoma law enacting higher criminal penalties for performing illegal abortions takes effect. That adds to the already tough laws they have there that prohibit that procedure. So just making sure that you guys are aware of what's going on once Roe versus Wade was um, overturned. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's talk about Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness policy, how you can apply, who qualifies, all of those things. So Joe Biden says that he is going to forgive $10,000 worth of student loans per person for individuals who earn less than $125,000 a year. And if you have a Pell Grant and you use one of those to pay for college, that's given to low-income borrowers, then you qualify for up to $20,000 in debt forgiveness. Here's what he said. Student loan payments pause is going to end. It's going to end December 30. I'm extending to December 31st, 2022, and it's going to end at that time. It's time for the payments to resume. Second, using the authority Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 in outstanding federal student loans. In addition, Students who come from low-income families, which allowed them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant, will have their debt reduced $20,000. Working and middle-class people making under $125,000 a year. You make more than that, you don't qualify. And that $125,000 is for the 2020 or 2021 tax year. So if you earn less than that in those years, 
then you should qualify. And if all borrowers claim the relief that they're entitled to, that means 43 million federal student loan borrowers will benefit. And of those, 20 million will have their debt completely canceled. Yo, did Biden pause that in the beginning? He did say pause. Did he say, I thought he said when that I, pause. When he I give student say. loan forgiveness, did he say pause? pause? Yeah, it's pause. a pause on, on paying back those student loans that happened during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, pause on the I thought he said something gay. No, I thought, yeah, I thought he said something, hey, yo, that's why he paused. He said something, something forgiveness, pause. Me too, pause. that's what I thought too. <laughs> that's what I thought too. Can we hear it again from the top? What he said? Oh my gosh. Student loan payments pause is going to end. Student loan payments pause. Whoa. What are them students paying you for? <laughs> Joe, what are he saying like that? Listen, and I know people are saying it should be more money, but the reality is this is what he promised on the campaign trail. And this is what I've been asking these politicians, you know, when they're in office, this is all I want them to do. I want them to keep their promises, okay? Right. That's all I want my politicians to do, especially when it's promises that I know made people go out and vote for them. And a lot of people voted for Biden because of his student loan forgiveness promise. He promised 10000 He delivered the 10000 I can't be mad at and that. And according to John Brooks, who's a law professor at Fordham University, um, that is a major cancellation because it is within the president's authority. But he did say that the size of the cancellation does matter. The smaller the amount of cancellation, the easier it is to get it done. But wiping out all of student debt with a single stroke is a lot tougher. And he does have the authority. Well, I don't the believe Secretary that either. of Education. Well, I believe it's tougher. I mean, this is, you know, it's federal fiscal policy. So I, the, I'm sure it would be harder to get I, that done. Yeah, but the reason I don't believe that is because they can uh, they, they forgave all the PPP loans with, with no problem. Well, like they, they gave out billions and billions and billions of dollars and just wiped it away. Like so they 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 could just and by the way, they acted like they couldn't give out this ten thousand dollars. Like it was so hard to do. We would we would ask the Secretary of Education and ask the VP and they'd be like they act like it was so difficult and now it's just all of a sudden got done. But you know why? Because it's a midterm election year and they gotta they gotta put some points on the board. So I'm not mad at it. Well, let's let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts on the $10,000 forgiveness, right? He's, I mean, me personally, I, I see all the money they give to all these other countries. I see every time they try to bail everybody out with all these PPP loans and all these huge corporations giving them millions and millions and millions of dollars. Other countries figured it out. Why can't we? That's my thoughts. But let's talk about it. I, 800. I, I, I agree with that. But that, to me, that's a whole other conversation because the reality is this is what he promised. He didn't promise anything more. He didn't promise anything less. He said ten thousand dollars, you know, in student loan debt forgiveness. That was he said on the. That's what he said on the campaign trail. Well, so he that's what he, he got it done. Do I agree it should be more? Absolutely. Let's but talk about it. What he promised. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Joe Biden recently said that uh, he's excusing uh, 10000 correct? Well, $10,000 if you make hundred less than $125,000. And if you have a Pell Grant, which is for lower income, uh, then you'll get $20,000 excused. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? What do you think, E? I mean, I wish I would have had that. You know, it took me 12 years to pay back my student loans, and it was definitely a struggle. And it is going to forgive a lot of uh, student loans for people who, you know, don't have as much left to pay off. 
And so I think it does help a lot. And so I'm glad it happened. I don't think it's happened before. And yeah, I think it's a, a positive thing. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, it's glad anytime anybody can take any type of money off. But I, I, I do wish it was a lot more. And especially when I see them helping so many other countries and helping so many other corporations and these corporations that are making billions of dollars and other, all these other countries are able to allow their residents and citizens to get school loans for free. You know, that where they go to school for free. So um, I absolutely love it, but I wish there was more. Charlamagne? Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, that was his campaign promise. He's been on that. He's been on the whole um, $10,000 in student loan forgiveness. So I respect it. You know, I know any relief is great relief, especially at a time like this when people are struggling so much financially. And yes, I wish it was more. But once again, the reality is this was his campaign promise. It was politicians out there who wanted to wipe away the debt altogether like Bernie Sanders. Um, but that's new. That's not who people voted for. They and, voted for, you know, Joe Biden. And, and there's politicians done, so who didn't I'm want anybody to get anything. That is true, too. Yeah. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Let's talk to the people. Hello. Who's this? This is D. Hey, D. Good morning. Where you calling from? Um, I'm in North Carolina. All right. What's your thoughts on the $10,000 forgiveness? I don't think it's enough money. First of all, you know, they calculate those student loan payments into the ability to buy a house. So a lot of people are still counting out. It's a lot of older adults who got like over a hundred, maybe two hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. And when you go to buy a house, they say no because the payment that they factor in is too much. That is true. He gave way too much money to Ukraine with no blinks, no vote. It didn't take him no time. But all of a sudden, these ten thousand dollars. You got a hard time giving ten thousand dollars, and then um, I don't know if you guys read the fine print. It says up to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I thought ten thousand was the minimum. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, I thought ten thousand was the minimum. And that's that's ridiculous. So you know, luckily I make more than uh, six figures. So I, you know, that it might hurt me, but you know, other people, it's a lot of. Money. I mean, that's no money. Ten thousand dollars. What are you gonna? That's interest. Now, 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 don't say that now. That is a lot of money to some of these people, especially people that I mean, are you yeah, know, doing, doing are horribly financially right now. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot for some people, but then other people, it's really not. I still believe he could have gave yeah, way not, more. Not your, 50. Yeah, it's not, it's not enough for your balling ass. <laughs> and let's be clear. And let's be clear. The Republicans <laughs> are saying that this is unfair and they don't think that uh, this is something that even should be done at all. They slam this. They're upset well, about it. Well, it's not. That's the problem, though. It's not just. Re, it's not just Republicans. Politicians have a problem with actually giving money to people. It is so strange to me. Whenever it's people that actually need money, they can never find it. They don't know where the money coming from. But when it's money for wars, you know, uh, they ha th that money comes out of nowhere. Bailouts, billions to Ukraine. They get it immediately. Bailouts as well. All right. Corporations, yeah, nobody has any problem with wondering where that money comes from. But when it's something for the people, now all of a sudden everybody's like, well, where are we going to get the money? Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Zay from Myrtle Beach. South hey, Carolina. Zay, good morning. Myrtle. Um, what's up, Envy? Yeah, listen, man, I'm thankful for Biden. I'm grateful. I voted for Biden personally, and I'm grateful. I was looking forward to this because for people <laughs> like me, I went to a community college. So mm -hmm. my total, um, my loan is only like 27000 so I, and I got the Pell Grant so if I get wow. $27,000 i am sitting outside work trying to figure out how to apply right now <laughs> we're going to find that's out dope. in the coming that's days so about. we'll get yeah, all that information should. and make sure we pass it on too no that, right, that's yeah. the most important part of this that's 
that's that's the most important part because during the uh, when they was getting giving them small business loans out, that's why a lot of people couldn't get small business loans because they didn't know how to properly fill out the paperwork. It was right. the people who could properly fill out the paperwork that got that money faster. Even the scammers, the scammers knew how to fill out the paperwork better right. than some people who actually needed it. 800-585-1051. So Joe Biden uh, said that he is uh, keeping his promise. 10000 he's giving everybody for their school loans. Possibly could be more. What are your thoughts? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know in there. I like Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Joe Biden. He is, uh, I guess, forgiving $10,000 and more. Uh, can we hear it? Student loan payments pause is going to end. It's going to end December 30. I'm extending to December 31st, 2022, and it's going to end at that time. It's time for the payments to resume. Second, using the authority Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 in outstanding federal student loans. In addition, students who come from low-income families, which allowed them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant, will have their debt reduced $20,000. Working and middle-class people making under $125,000 a year. You make more than that, you don't qualify. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts on this? Hello, who's this? Hello, how are you? Good morning. What's your name? Brooklyn Renee. How are you guys? Hey, Brooklyn Renee. Talk to us. What, what are your hey, thoughts? Brooklyn oh, Renee. God. This student loan thing is just the craziest thing. I retired. I was in a loan forgiveness program, right? You have to make 120 payments, right? Now, I made, um, I got 18 payments left. Left. They gonna tell me I gotta get after I retire into thirty eight years, I gotta work. Joe going uh a non profit job or go back to work, work thirty five hours, and I only can make one payment at a time because I was gonna take it with my deferred comp money and pay it off. But that's not an option because you only can pay one payment a month. So it's like it's you're stuck in this this bundle where you can't get out. I'm gonna talk to Fed loan, everything. Now this forgiveness program, that ain't working for me. Because ten thousand ain't gonna do me no good. Then on top of that, I worked for AmeriCorps for three sessions, and they give you three thousand dollars. They can't find my money. My first loan person was on Sally May, and that don't qualify to dismiss because it has to be a school that got a problem. It is too confusing, too frustrating. You know, I wrote the president three times. He ain't answered me back. Somebody else in the <laughs> office answered me back. It's like it's insane. You know, and I'm so let me ask like a question. So you don't, you, you don't, you don't, you, you don't want the, you don't want the ten thousand dollars. Is what you're saying? I, I don't, I don't qualify for the ten thousand. They said you have to but, make. But, but if you did, but, but if you, but, but if you did, would you want not, it? That's not an option. You know why? Because I have a good pension. Okay, even though I'm getting one, that's another thing. I'm getting one third of a dog one pension since dog on January because they're so backed up. It's, it's, that's not an option for me, so I'm gonna be stuck with this stupid loan. But I'm gonna keep writing. I might go on. I'm, I'm just disgusted with the whole thing. Right. And for you to be forgiven, the first one, it has to be a. I went to a university. I went to the City College of New York. Okay, I got my master's. But well, it's, it's just insane. Well, why insane. do you say you don't qualify? He said ten thousand dollars, right? 
Mm-hmm. You have to make one hundred and twenty. No, you have to make less than one hundred and twenty-five thousand. I don't make that. I know you make less. That means you good. Oh, you make, good. Good. Oh, you make you more good. than that. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay. it's like even the one from before is not an option for me. I'm gonna keep writing them because I'm tired. Keep writing. He's gonna think I'm a stalker or something. <laughs> Find something for me because the first one was your school. You had to have an issue with your school. The schools didn't do, and those are those little side colleges and stuff. But if you was in a university, everything was good. Okay, so it's it's just bull. I'm just frustrated. Okay, I feel I don't it. Take, I don't want to take my deferred comp, my money that I saved and worked for and paid pay off this loan. Oh, 36 G's. And I'm just like tired. Damn. You know, wow. it's just disgusting. Well, thank you for calling in, Mama. That works for everybody. Y'all have a nice day. Bye. You too. Let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? This is Jack. Hey, what you are your thoughts, upset, Jack? Jack? Why you sound so mad, Jack? Oh, I'm not mad. Good morning. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. Okay. What's Good your morning, thoughts, Jack? You sound a little angry. And a little you aggressive. definitely sound a little angry, a little angry white, Like angry white man. Oh, you're going there. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us, Jack. What's happening? Right, right off the bat. I think the loan forgiveness is just weak pandering, and I think it's uh, unfair and uh, unfair against those people that have worked the hardest. When you do that, you de-incentivize people from working hard. That hurts the country, and it's just a bad plan. Uh, You guys compared it to the PPP loan, and uh, the PPP loans or or whatever that uh, PPP situation was, that was fair. Because it was unbiased, it didn't hurt people that that worked the hardest. Oh no, it was definitely biased. The now. opposite. It it, it was biased. It, it was systemically proven that it was biased. How 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 do you how do you figure that? There are a because, lot of because, because there are a lot of major corporations of, that got that money that really didn't need it. Okay. Yeah, I, before I, small minority before small minority owned businesses. Yeah, and then for people who like you know for a small business, you might pay people cash. You might not have the right paperwork. <laughs> it's facts, Jack. Well, if you didn't just, have a good just, accountant that could apply for it for you, it was a lot of paperwork that was confusing. Oh, see, now you're making stuff up because I am a <laughs> small business owner and I did a PPP loan and it was the easiest application that I've done for anything in my life. You do, know, you do know that a lot of people that deserve to get it didn't get it, though, right? And that they ran out of money. Well, you know, again, you guys... Uh, <laughs> my brother, my brother, I, 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 know, my I brother, my brother, Jack, man. Jack, Jack. I that one, man. They, they did run out of well, money. Well, Jack, well, not only that, Jack, I mean, there's a million articles from the New York Times to the Washington Post that talked about the racial bias that skewed small business relief lending. So, I mean, you know, you, you can sit here and ah, say that's on, not a fact, it, but it, it was absolutely a fact. Uh, uh, you know what? You can never study this. Right, right, right. It's a fact. No, it's a fact that racial, racial bias affected who received PPP loans. I do know That's personally a, a lot of people who I applied mean, that should have gotten that it. Doesn't make it. Just saying that doesn't make it true. I, they didn't ask my rate well, when I received it. They, it was like a three-question application. Bing, bang, boom. Paid me the money. And so, you know, it's about getting it together Man, and, listen, and clicking three buttons Jack, that they paid the PPP Do you loan. know... Do you, do you know black business owners were more likely to get PPP loans from online lenders than from banks? And I mean, it's been documented a million times how how uh, racially biased the bank system is. But you do agree with that, right? I I don't think that made sense what you just said. <laughs> with all due respect, you said they were okay. they were like right. they were black uh, business owners were 
more likely to get it from local banks. Okay. What's that mean? No, I said online. I said online lenders than from banks. So they don't see you. you. See how white people but let me up? ask you this: So you think that there shouldn't be any <laughs> uh, any student debt loan forgiveness? The only way you could get the PPP loan was by online. It wasn't in person. So I don't. That was a, a invalid point. So go ahead, ma'am. Sorry, I'm I was asking. You, so so you think that there shouldn't be any huh? student uh, loan forgiveness? I do not think so. I, I think it can. That's fine. But how do you reconcile that with those people that, you know, did not go to college, that are out there digging ditches or being a plumber or electrician or working hard uh, because they did not have the funds to go to college. They had to support their families or whatever they sacrificed. So now you're punishing them uh, by forgiving loans for college students that took advantage of uh, you know, college lending. So, so it's imbalanced, and I think that's unfair. I think. Well, Jack, but Jack, that, this is I my don't, last. I don't, I wanna, Jack, he's uh, entitled to his opinion. Stop. Yeah, yeah. He, Mr. Mr. Ass is entitled to his opinion. But Jack, listen, student. I want to ask you this about student loan debt. You think that you think in the future it should be set up with a forgiveness plan in place like PPP? Because college loans were set up to take out the loan with intentions of paying it back. So, you know, that's just how it's designed. You think in the future, student loan debt should be set up with more of a forgiveness plan like PPP was? What do you think about that? I think if the government wants to take a fair action, they should go after the universities to lower their pricing. Uh, you know, at, it's just got to be equal to everybody. In nature, we reward those that advance themselves right so i think it's against nature to to first give people money to go to school uh when others are sacrificing uh, for instance i, I waited I to get married yeah i waited to get married and have kids until i could afford it right i didn't get, get i was out there working so i sacrificed and many people maybe skip medical care for themselves and make other sacrifices uh well, what's wrong with assistance, Jack? I just want to say, but even with then. PPP loans, should you? Does that mean that you're punishing people who don't own businesses? Uh, no, because they're they're employing people. That's the purpose of it. Is they're keeping their employees, and that's why they got the PPP loans. Oh, we'll so see. That's that's, that's not. Well, Jack, you know, a lot of people targeted. didn't go to college because they can't afford to go to college and they can't afford to do it. So hopefully they this got program loans. will help them with that's the loans. Exactly. So, and it, does, it just doesn't help minorities. It helps white people. It helps Asian people. It helps black people. It helps Spanish people. It helps everybody. But the fact that you can now go to school and not have to work until you're 60 years old paying off your school loan and get some type of help, that's what we're trying to offer people, not just minorities, not blacks, not Spanish. They didn't put a little side and said only black people, Jack. They said for everybody. Well, Jack no, is no, a no. bull yeah, about a bootstrap type a of racial person. Thing. Jack, we got to go. Yeah, Jack, we, we got to go. go. It is, it is. <laughs> One more well, thank you, thank you. It's always racial. People that are working hardest and saved and paid uh, cash for their college or paid their loans off already. Those are the people. But what's that wrong, are but what's I will say this. I thank went you, to college. I paid it. off my student loans, and I'm not mad at other people not having to have that cripple. Uh, that crippling effect of having to pay that monthly payment every month and working. I remember I was making like $23,000 a year and paying student loans at the same time. And I kept having to defer my loans. But I think this is a great thing and a great benefit. And just because I didn't get it doesn't mean that I don't want other people to not get it. All right. Well, we got you know, rumors on the way. For, it's simple. It's, it, it, but, but it's simple for me. Why wouldn't you just provide somebody assistance? Why are you mad at people receiving some type of assistance? 
It's really just that simple. And it was a campaign promise. He kept it. He always said it was going to be 10000 in student loan debt. If you wanted someone who wanted to erase all the student loan debt or who wanted to erase more than 10000 then you should have voted for that person. Because Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders wanted to do more. Are all. If you wanted that, you should have voted for them. Simple. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes. And let's talk about Megan the Stallion in Young Miami. Okay. Let's talk about their interview that is going to be dropping, I believe, today. All right, we'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, a new episode of Parisha Please airs tonight on Revolt. And in the teaser trailer for the episode, you can see that Megan the Stallion is the special guest. And it felt a little spicy. It's no need for nobody to be mad at nothing. You want to kiss me? I want to kiss you. You'll me? Yeah, I would. Ah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like you ain't really me. And I'm like, damn. Why would I have, like, any problem? Me and you would have been together. Before yeah. these n- got That's in the picture. Like, yes, bitch, period. Bitch, shut the f- up talking to me. Like, why are you talking to me? Ignore y'all how y'all father do. Hello. Like, so, okay, you like, you like girls? <laughs> I mean, I like what I like. <laughs> I like you. So who on top? Me. Well, we go real good. <laughs> okay. Felt a little spicy. All right. A little tension there is kind of like being at work with you and Charlemagne. No. Mm, no, that is not true. <laughs> By the way, uh, that is not true at all. Okay. Because we don't play about it. We just do it, right, Envy? <laughs> what? Which well, one of you would be? Which one of you would be the, Young we don't Miami? We around the bush. And which one of you would be Megan the Stallion? I would be Young Miami. I am Why? definitely Carisha. Carisha the Carisha the God. I don't Why know. Would I you just be feel Carisha? her energy. I'm that because I don't know. The city girls are more my spirit, my spirit animals than uh, Meg. Salute to Meg though. But I would definitely be. Uh, nah, Carisha you dance more like Meg the Stallion though. No, no, no. Just because I got good knees don't mean that I would be Meg the Stallion, by the way. Okay. And Carisha can dance too as well. I just know I would be Carisha in this situation. You, Meg. All right. Well, I'm going to ask the question they said. Who, kiss me who, or not? Would, who would be on, type, on top for you two? Charlemagne's me. a bottom. I'm clearly a power top. You no, you're your clearly damn a bottom. You guys are having a real struggle I this am morning. Clearly, oh. I am clearly I need you to get on the same page with you each crazy? other. That you know is what? not true. You guys discuss this offline and we'll bring it back later. You so are. Come you, to. Not, no. Now, all jokes aside, you can imagine Envy laying on his stomach looking back before me. I no, am a power not top. At all. I feel like there was a, a you a, a beige power bottom. There was no, a picture of Charlemagne. Uh, well, it looked like Charlemagne, and so right, therefore I see you. Know damn well that, Charlemagne you know looked like he's well comfortable laying on his stomach. Bottom. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I am a power top. Clearly, and <laughs> all right you, now. Notice you beige bottom. 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 <laughs> you. That's what you want me to be, but it's not true. All right, guys. How do we get here? Go ahead, G. All right, Ray J and Princess Love, Love and Hip Hop Miami. As you know, last year, Ray J filed for divorce from Princess Love. And now a lot of that situation is playing out on the show. And here's a clip that actually went viral. And tell me what you think. One. Oh, one. Okay. Guess how many I've ever talked to in our relationship? None. You're a liar. All you want to do You grew is- a connection with somebody. You like somebody. I've never liked nobody. That's a problem. <laughs> Whether I got my by a random in the alley or not, I don't know this name. It makes it better. Yet you like it. And building a relationship with somebody is deep. And I've never done that. <laughs> so it's okay for him it's... to sleep with a bunch of women as long as he doesn't care about them. But let her form a bond with one person. And that's the problem. Hey, 
I get what he's saying. And by the way, that's a great topic. Like, what's the worst cheating violation? Uh, Physical contact or an emotional bond? Because here's the thing. Ray, Ray, J, Ray J can say that, but let Princess Love give somebody fellatio in an alley. And, j- and say and use the same rhetoric. All I did was give him some in the alley. The oh, other Lord issue she had was that Ray J had other women wearing her clothing in their house. Oh, no, see, that's, no, he that's violated. Weird. I didn't yeah, know that's, that. That's, yeah, that's, that's wild. That's why. That didn't, I don't, by the way, I don't believe that happened. Where you get that information from? Uh, that was part of the episode. That was part of the conversation they were yeah, having. That's I don't, I, I, and he I, said. No, black men don't cheat. That's wild. And he said, that. I almost died in the hospital. And I'm dying, and you're still thinking about bitches wearing your clothes. That's not right. That that, that ye black men don't cheat. You making I gracefully like bow out of this conversation. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, now wearing my clothes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a violation. Envy, let's go back to envy. Let's go back to flirting with each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't believe this is this is just the, 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 the charges being crazy. brought against our good brother Ray J this morning. Imagine I, your woman crazy. had another guy nothing. wearing your robe. I don't be, I don't know what you're talking about, G. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this I, is wild. This is uncomfortable. This is awkward. wild. If if Ray J's doing stuff like this, speedos. we gotta have an emergency meeting with our brother Ray J. Absolutely. No, we gotta have an emergency meeting and sit him down because this is just this, this is too much. I don't believe this. Though. All right, well Black that don't cheat. is your rumor report. All right, Charlemagne. Now, who are you giving your donkey to? You power bottom, you. I am not a power bottom. I'm a power top, and you know this. No, you're not. All right. Come on, give us Come the on, you give it to. No, no, no. I'm going to let it sit here and be awkward for a minute until you admit <laughs> no. that I am a power top. That is not true. You All guys right. are both okay. power used. All right. Power Four after the hour, uh, donkey today is going to a school district in Missouri. They need to come to the front of the congregation. They want to put wood to our kids' asses. We need to discuss. See, play too much. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Samsung's new Galaxy Z Flip 4 and Z Fold 4 are foldable. Self-standing phones that let you capture hands-free selfies. Pre-order the Galaxy Z Flip 4 or Z Fold 4 at Samsung.com. Now to get a free storage upgrade in case. Valid August 10th through August 25th, 2022. See terms and conditions that apply. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey of the day for Thursday, August 25th. It is Thursday, right? I'd be getting my days wrong. I said it was Thursday on Monday, so technically that would make today Sunday in my world. But don't listen to me. I'm just halfway a word that uh, begins with re and rhymes with started that we can't say anymore. So listen, donkey of the day for today is going to a school district in Missouri. Uh, I'm talking the whole school district as a staff, record label, and mother effing crew, okay? It's the Casperly School District to be exact because they recently announced that it will reinstate spanking this school year that's right good old-fashioned corporal punishment but of course with a parental caveat let's go to kyp for the report please an old school discipline method is returning to some missouri schools madison horner spoke to parents and administrators at cassville schools about its decision to bring corporal punishment back 
Cassville Superintendent Merlin Johnson tells me the policy change is a result of a survey sent out to staff, students, and parents in May. One of the suggestions that came out was concerns about student discipline, and so we uh, reacted uh, by implementing several different uh, strategies corporal punishment being one of them. Dr. Johnson says this change will give principals one more disciplinary option before students receive more serious punishments such as suspensions. Administrators say it would be the last resort for parents and faculty members if other means of discipline do not work. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. They will allow spanking in schools but only as a last resort and with written permission from parents. Any parent that allows their child to be beat by anyone in this school district is a complete and total sucker. I'm telling you right now, paddling a child, beating a child, spanking a child, whatever you want to call it, is the most useless form of punishment ever. I am triggered by this story because they have a picture. Uh, what, what, what is this? I think it's the USA Today. They have a picture in the USA Today, right, uh, of a wooden paddle that has holes in it. Anybody who went to Berkeley Middle School in Monk's Corner, South Carolina in the 1900s remembers an assistant principal by the name of, you know what, I don't even want to say his name because people be attempting lawsuits for the craziest thing, so I won't say his name, but he was a big-ass, boss-hog-looking white man who had a wooden paddle with holes in it, and boy, he used to tear our asses up, okay? On the contrast, it was another assistant principal at Berkeley Middle School whose name I won't say. He was black, and he had a little deformed hand. Right. And he used to paddle us, but he wasn't as strong as the other dude. OK, I don't know if it's because he had a deformed hand. You know, it was really just a nub. So maybe because he had a deformed hand, he couldn't grip the paddle like a baseball bat with both hands and swing the paddle with all his might. And his paddle didn't have holes in it. So I figure between uh, the big white man size. Right. The fact he could hold his paddle with two hands and the fact he had holes in his wooden paddle so the wind couldn't slow the velocity of that wood to your ass paws down, you know, that's why he hit so hard. And me being the shite that I am, I used to beg to not be sent to the principal with the nubby hand who didn't hit as hard because I knew that if I acted like he was the one I feared the most, that's where they would send me. The moral of the story is those beatings did nothing for me. Okay, <laughs> they did absolutely nothing but scarred me for life. And I know it takes a village to raise a child, but those two principles weren't part of my village. All right, when we say village, we mean the people who can sit at your grandma's house and get a plate. If you can sit at grandma's house and get a plate, you're part of the village. But here's another thing. Our parents should have never given all those people the authority to put hands on us either. All these people dealing with their own personal problems and personal traumas, projecting that pain on the kids, F at. Okay, I'm saying all that to say I don't believe in beatings on any level. No corporal punishment, spankings, paddlings, none of that. I don't put hands on my own churn, so I'm, I'm not going to give somebody else permission to do that. Okay, now we can get into a whole debate on whether or not, you know, uh, folks should spank their own children, but I am absolutely against giving a school permission to put hands on my child. It's too many, you know, co covert racists on this planet too many covert child abusers in these positions of power to allow this all right you're not about to be traumatizing my kids because you mad all right i don't like beatings all right at all i literally was walking downstairs with an extension cord yesterday and i said to myself how could my father have ever beaten me with one of these okay it comes a point in time where we have to realize the punishment we received as churn was actually abuse all right, it's nonsense. It's nonsense that we learned from our oppressors. The same way the white slave owners, you know, used to uh, beat us, beat our, beat our ancestors to keep them in line. It's the same energy that is being administered in these corporal punishments. And just like a lot of the enslaved, it didn't cause us to get in line. It caused us to rebel. 
and hate the person on the other end of that whip, or in this case, a paddle or belt or extension cord, whatever it is. Once again, if you are a parent who gives this school or any school permission to beat your kids, then guess what? You need your ass beat, okay? You a complete and total sucker. Please let Remy Ma give the uh, Cass Cassville School District in Missouri the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb? All right. Well, thank and you for I that dog today. Yeah, and I agree. Discipline is necessary for good upbringing, but not physical abuse. All right. There's a difference. And discipline doesn't have to be physical at all. Miss me with that. And don't come at me with that spare the rod rhetoric from the Bible. Okay. Take that rod and shove it up your own ass. Jeez. Oh. All right. excited just now. Whoa. Well, all right. Well, when we come back, Nadine Sutherland will be joining us. She's going to be performing at Angela Yee Day this Saturday in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, she started off as an artist at the age of 11, but you know her from some songs like Action with Tara Fabulous, Wicked. Can I say the D word? That's not, I mean, it's a whole different thing. Uh, of course, the song with Snow and Bougie Bantan and Beanie Man and all of that. What's so. the D word? Wicked. Wicked Icky. Wicked Icky. Like Richard? Oh. Yes. yes. You know that song with Bougie, Bougie Bantan. Yes. Got you. Wicked okay. Icky. All right. Well, Nadine <laughs> Sutherland will be joining us when we like come back. Like the pants, the clothing line. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This Thursday in December is going to be 43 years. Wow. Yeah, I won Tasty Talent Contest when I was 11 in Jamaica. I love to boast. I was the first winner. There you go. And then immediately I started old. working with um, Tough Gong, and at the helm at that time was Bob Marley. So I had the, the, the wonderful experience of working. My first recording session was with Bob. Well, well, can you have, who can say that? My first yeah, record so you know, was with Bob Marley. Like, immediately say that because uh, sometimes legend. I still pinch myself. Like, you know. <laughs> well, tell us how it was getting into the industry back then and how your grind was and the journey was when you first started off. Um, it was so natural and a little bit easy for me because I was always a little girl singing on stage, singing around the community. So I guess I was considered somewhat a little bit precocious. Grandmother catch me singing on a jukebox and give me two slap in my head. It was, you know. Young ladies were not supposed to be able to move their waistline like how I did as a little child, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. And then somebody saw me and um, it was somebody in my community who entered Tasty Talent Contest. And he came back and he was like, Nadine, I think it would be good for you. And I did it. The first round, I won. And in the second round, the grand finals, which was in December, I won. And part of my prize was a recording contract with Tough Gong. Bob at that time was alive. That was his vision. Because, you know, if you know Bob Marley's story... I heard from my father that his name, The Whalers, because they wailed so much because of the pain that they experienced through, you know, some unscrupulous producer. Mm -hmm. So he wanted life for younger artists to be better. So he facilitated that with his stuff gone. You know, at that time, Baba Big Superstar and everything. Mm -hmm. So I got that opportunity as an 11-year-old girl, recorded my first song, Starvation on the Line. He was in the studio mm -hmm. because, you know, I was little, his little project. I didn't mm -hmm. spend... A lot of time with him because, you know, after that, he, I think he transitioned the next year, went on to Zion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was my start. And I was just, you know, I won a talent contest and I went in. So at that time, it wasn't really difficult, you know. I got to ask you this because 
obviously we know you from Terra Fabulous, mm-hmm. the song Action featuring yes. Nadine and <laughs> too. How old were you when you did that song? I think I did a song. I that was I call that my second coming. I did a song. Action was probably done when I was 23 as a demo. Okay. Mm. And then yeah, it was a demo for me because at that time I went to London. I auditioned for Soul to Soul. Karen Wheeler left. The whole story behind that. Mm. I was a girl that was chosen to um, be the front girl. The managers hated each other, and I think hate is very mild. They hate. <laughs> 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 it was like they disliked each other. There's no word <laughs> to describe that. So you know, my manager then suggested that I come back to Jamaica and do dancehall, which was okay for me, you know, because that was my culture. They they were trying to steer me into more a more R and B line. Mm-hmm. So I came back to Jamaica, did action as a demo for Dave Kelly. Okay. But what happened is that the rhythm just took off in the dance hall. Mm-hmm. So if you see the journey of action, it's very, very, very strange. You see, initially it was knitting Sutherland and Terra Fabulous because mm-hmm. I was out there before the dance hall of the nineties came out. I was a mm-hmm. child star in the eighties. So it came, it was released in Jamaica then was released in the ethnic market and then Terra got signed to East West Electra. So because it was their artist, they had Terra Fabulous. So that's a history of action and it's still being a history. Cause I still can't believe that it's yeah. such still a hot record. Yeah, like, I'm like, like oh still, you God. actually did the dub plate for Kamala Harris for her campaign yeah, too. With I action. did with action. I was asked and yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> now you also were on Wicked Yeah. That's another classic yeah. song. And I remember singing that as a kid, not knowing what I was talking about. Angela, there's a, that, that's another story, though, with Wicked you mm-hmm. know. Because Wicked it was Wicked and, Wicked and Wild, a nice, wonderful song. <laughs> ooh-wah, ooh-wah, ooh-wah. And Buju had So I was in London um, one year, and I was at my friend's house, and I went to a Jamaican recording studio, re- record-selling place. And the man said, congratulations. Record store. Record store. Mm-hmm. And man said, congratulations on your number one song with Buja Banton. And I'm like, what are you talking about, sir? And that time, I think so, Mr. Tush, you know, back in Jamaica, you know, you, you should speak a certain way, young ladies. I was like, sir, I don't have a song with Buju Banton. I'm like, my girl, you have a song with Buju Banton. I'm like, sir, I do not have a song with Buju Banton. The man started to get angry and all kind of ways with me. And I'm like, I'm going to play your song. By that time, he was heated. But I just never knew. And when I heard my song, and I heard ooh, 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 and then the unmistakable voice, mm-hmm. the banton going, so that's how I found out. I was like, you know, when I go back to Jamaica, you know, I'm going to say Donovan Jermaine. I'm going to have a talk with him. So that's how I learned that I had a song with yeah. Gotcha. Now, how were you protected in the industry at such a young age, at 11 years old, you know, being in this business, which can be really tough, especially for a young girl, mm-hmm. too. So coming up, like, who was around you to make sure that you were good? You know, I must say, um, there were definitely predators. Let me get it out there. You know, we have some sick people in the world. But what I'm very, very thankful for is that I had a father. Mm-hmm. And I had a father who could see what I couldn't see. His eyes were accustomed to, I guess, how men would look at women. So I was walking around with, I'm an 11-year-old kid, come on, just getting into high school. So I'm very thankful that I had a strong male figure in my life that was a lion. He was a lion, you know, and, you know, I cannot thank him enough because I basically went through a stage of my life being able to be a kid and being unscathed by a lot of stuff that is in the music industry. Um, 
right now, even my comfort zone, you know, when I go anywhere, it's my family. I always say my posse, it's my family. So I keep it really tight in my life because I feel more comfortable, you know, just being around people who, who know me and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And I- We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 
Us and after big up Mrs. Marley also. Oh. She had girl children. Mm-hmm. She had, you know, young women, Sidella mm-hmm. and Sharon. So she understood about protecting young women. Mm-hmm. And at a stage of my life, along with my father, she was very, very protective. So, I'm a big demo. I saw you put her in the video, Queen. Yes. Uh, that did. you did. And Miss Pat is in that video Ms. as Pat. well, featuring yeah. pictures. <laughs> Portia Simpson, who was the first Jamaican prime minister, um, first Jamaican female prime minister, and Babsy Grange. And I chose those women specifically because I felt that they embodied what the lyrics of Queen is all about and you too I hear that you're going and do your own thing mm-hmm. oh yeah yes I am Be up yourself that's right <laughs> and I'm excited because this queen will be performing at Angela Yee Day yeah. I just saw you too in Queens yeah at the, Yeah. I was like oh wait is that Nadine Sutherland up there I wasn't sure if they were playing your music or if you were performing it at first and then I was like oh she's really here <laughs> I had a great time on that show at Roy Wilkins Right, the VP um, Jerk Fest. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm still living it because I got a chance to bubble. I was like, oh my God, any opportunity to wind up myself is wonderful. All right, we got more with Nadine Sutherland. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Nadine Sutherland. She's performing at Angela Yee Day this Saturday. Now, Yee? I got to ask you, what is your diet? Like, you look amazing. Just to see... Just even from when you were younger up until now, like what's your self-care routine? My self-care routine is, I say I'm a flexitarian. Mm-hmm. So I can go vegan for a while and then I eat seafood, but I don't go over, I'm not an excessive eater and I'm not an excessive eater of carbs. Um, I don't smoke and I, I take my red wine in the evenings. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't excessively drink. Okay. I drink a lot of water and, you know, I dance back in the day. So I still go dance classes. I still go to the gym. I still do a lot of cardio because, you know, especially now that I'm getting back on stage and when the music hit me, I feel no pain. I love to dance and I love to, you know, I love to entertain. So that too. But I think a lot have to do in my mindset. I'm a meditator. I'm into spiritualism. I remember I wanted to see Charlemagne. I was going to say that interview he did with Deepak Chopra was so impressive. Mm-hmm. So I really try to keep myself in a zone of positivity and just like, I believe that good health is a holistic thing. Mm-hmm. It's a mind-body thing and um, I'm into all of that. So I think that, that has helped me. Now you talk about whining, right? So mm-hmm. as a young girl, you know, young girls whine. Yes. In America, I, I, I guess they would twerk. Yeah. The other day, uh, I guess somebody was performing at a high school and people had it a problem Erica with It was Erica Banks. Her. And right. she was 23 years old. I didn't have a problem with it because at when I was in high school, my wife was, was whining on her head. You know what I mean? Like, right. That was the dance back right, then. Right, right. I didn't see anything wrong. So what do you tell? Because even you said your, your grandmother or your mother popped right, you when you were right, whining. Right, so right. what do you say to those people? Because that's You know, the funniest culture. thing, um, I did cultural studies and... Uh, um, one of the things that I recognize is what you call cellular memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, people who are have Africa in them, and that don't necessarily mean that it's in your blood, but it's also in your culture. You know, like some places of Latin America, I notice a lot of people whine. We whine, we use our buttocks, and we twerk. People who are exposed to that kind of culture. Unfortunately, people seize through different lenses. And, you know, you see it, and it's associated with a kind of life and unfortunately it is usually complemented with a certain lifestyle Mm -hmm. i knew when i was whining i just could dance and i thought it was wonderful and i think sometimes a lot of young people who are whining is something that as i say cellular is cultural they just whine 
and people see through different lenses and sometimes it's some Victorian lenses and it don't necessarily mean that it's you know sexual right but then in some sense when you look at the where it came from in terms of sex let's speak honestly with sex there is a lot of stuff with sex sex is a very natural thing mm -hmm. being sexual is natural <laughs> um i guess there are narratives that they associate it with and i guess in some sense when you associate sexuality with certain narratives it becomes this darkened evil thing mm -hmm. which it's not in africa it was celebrated as something as natural so when you do like that it's life this is how you came this is how i came it's a part of life sexuality is a part of life unfortunately some things are now attached to it I be believe in time and space and understand that irrespective of we can intellectualize it and have this explanation, society dictates certain things. So there is time and space. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe in some sense that certain in certain spaces, certain things should be done because of certain attachment to those actions. So I don't know what happened. You're giving me a very, very wide thing. Don't just ask about the dance. I was giving an example. Yeah. Okay. The dance, wine away. No, I, what about going to carnival, right? And so let's just say, you know, my man goes to carnival and then I see video of him all up on these girls and he's like, no, it's nothing. That's just the culture of it. And that's that's it's the culture we, of it. But again, you know, I don't know <laughs> if my man go carnival and I see my home pom 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 woman. I appreciate it. Let us, let us be honest. It's like, okay, um, honey. And, mm, mm, mm. So, you it's know, no. and you're not going to let anybody grind up on you. No. What about no. daggering? No, no, you're not going to dagger me, you're not going to wind up on me. I believe in some sense that if I choose somebody to dance and dagger with, with, you know, probably, probably, you know, probably I'm from a different kind of age group and a different kind of mentality, but I don't want no man come behind me and come dagger me or whatsoever and not for entertainment purposes at all. I was going to ask, what are your thoughts on Afro beats? Because Afro beats... Niceness. Is, Niceness. So it comes from dance hall, it, it feels like, right? Yeah. I, you know, it's amazing to see just everything in terms of culture and the influence of, as I say, Africa. You know, because dance hall is so... is Where our music is concerned, it's the most African in terms of the speaking and mm -hmm. the rhythm. And to see that it go right back to Africa and it's the same thing. So you're just like... it's ex It was exciting when I heard Afrobeat. I was like, look at the world, you know? It's always this mixture and people listening and people, you know, ingesting stuff and then reproducing it. And it's just so exciting. And then new cultural forms, new cultural forms always emerge and all of that. I sound like a cultural studies scholar. All right, let me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like today? Like what young art, younger artists are you like, okay, they're mm -hmm. next. I would love to work with them well coffee is the next she, mm -hmm. she's doing what she's love doing coffee. i love coffee i love everything about her as a writer um some of shenshia's songs i like mm -hmm. very very much um like i like chronics chronics okay. chronics i love chronics nowadays you know some of the stuff that jada kingdom does mm -hmm. i mean she i have one and it, i guess some people find it obscene but i find it's very creative right. i can look at a work of art and i am not a woman who likes a lot of profanity but i can see artistry mm -hmm. in music and i really like her new song i can't say the acronym g p p <laughs> <laughs> and who is your mount rushmore of dance hall artists so i'm stuck in the 90s all right that's, that's cool fine. i'm stuck in the 90s Okay. Terra Fabulous. Terra Fabulous. One more. 
I like bounty. It's bounty. essence and it's presence and everything that he comes with. And Mr. Miserable back in the days is all. <laughs> <laughs> he got that unique hungry. voice. Yeah, the voice and the whole posture was, you know, that menacing thing. I think that, you know. So you love the verses with Bounty Killer and Beanie Man. Yeah. Oh my God. Can't... One more Beanie Man. I have to put Beanie Man. Yeah. That versus was my, oh my goodness. It was way in the pandemic. It was in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when that versus came, I was a happiest woman because you know I was on my veranda and I was skinning notes and I was broken out and it it lifted my energy so much you know I feel like that was the best verses that they had because that's the I culture think so of verses mm-hmm. just coming from dance hall like mm-hmm. verses is yeah basically like a sound dance hall song mm-hmm. clash yes yeah, I'm I'm glad you you know you see that link yeah it was so incredible for me I just remember. <laughs> And the police kept coming and knocking. Why is that? You want to be that guy? When Beanie Man said, I was like, don't be that guy. guy. Don't be that guy. It was like, wicked. Yeah. So what's it people expect from you this weekend? Of course, it's Angela Yee Day. She does this each and every year. And what what should the people expect from you? Well, they should expect me. Mm -hmm. Be bringing who I am. I love performing. I love my stage. I love everything that I do. Whining and dancing and singing. And can guys whine? No, guys can't whine. Of course they can. I always see guys whining, especially now. It's okay. Back in the days, man and man never did want whining. It's just like, you know, it's like, yeah, I was just like, no, only women whine. It's strange so much. Uh, um, drastically because I'm seeing men whining and they're doing a very very good job yeah. of whining so yeah man can't whine why you ask me Envy you want to whine nope. no but I'm dragging you up in no. on Saturday and said come do a bad whine Envy Envy <laughs> could do it Envy uh, wears a waist trainer I do not wear a waist trainer <laughs> I do not wear we actually I, have video it, it was a joke Oh my God. <laughs> it was a joke. Ladies and Sutherland, we appreciate well, you. And joining. I appreciate Thanks. you so much. Mm. I can't even thank you enough for just being, you know, available to do this for me. It means a lot to the community. I know everybody's going to be super hyped to see you. I'm I know super I am. to be there. And congratulations. Thank You're you. such a queen. I really hope you listen to that song. Oh, I did. I watched the video, yeah. listened to the song. I love big it. Big up yourself. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And, and shout out to VP Records, too. Big up, big up VP Records. Big up Neil. Big up Richard. Big up Chris. Big up Miss Pat. I, if I start, I'm going, you know, be here for that. That's right. <laughs> well, it's Sutherland. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has Well, Irv Gotti is trending for something that he said during episode three of the Murder, Inc. story docuseries. This aired Tuesday night on BET. And in the latest episode, Irv Gotti's talking about the day that he, I guess, made a move on Ashanti. She used to wear these juicy sweats and her ass was looking fat. Her ass was looking great. (laughs) So one day I was like, yo, I'll take you home. She said, bet, cool. Walking to a front door of a crib. She turns to say goodbye. And I just kiss her and grab her ass. And just, mwah. All right, so a lot of uh, social media backlash from that. I saw Ashanti posted, I love y'all, LOL, because I guess people were going in for that. Yeah, us us cancers talk way too much sometimes. And somebody really needs to tell Irv, none of this is advancing the story of Murder, Inc. Like, every time he tells these Ashanti stories, I'm like... I don't need any, any of that. Like, you can tell the story of the Murder, Inc., you know, crew, discuss the legacy without adding any of those details. I know it's a tell-all documentary, but that's, damn, I don't I don't need any of that. People were personally. also commenting on how she was only 19 years old at the time, and 
you know, he was the head of the label. So, <sighs> Ashanti's like, just I mean, leave listen, me alone. It's, great, it's, it's great for the doc, though, right? And I also wonder if Ashanti regrets not being a part of the documentary because all of these things are being said about her. And I'm sure she got reached out to to be a part of the documentary. Oh, no, he definitely said he, he like, definitely reached out to her. She, she definitely declined. didn't. He asked her mom, her sister, yeah. everybody. Yeah, but I'm, I'm also thinking so Ashanti's like, probably going to do her own doc, you know, because... You know, if they're not speaking, they're not talking, they're not, they're not in good terms, and she says something that's not necessarily in favor of Murder, Inc., she might feel like they might pull it. So I'm sure she'll do her own documentary and, and give her own side of the story true. the way she wants to do it. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they would have did that to her, though. I think they, I think Vashanti would have sat down and did the doc uh, for BET, and she told her side. I don't think they would have done that to her. I don't think they'd have pulled her side. She's doing, what, what, she doing what I would do, though, just mind my business and just ignore it. Well, it's probably hard to ignore it, but just... Keep it pushing. One day she'll say what she has to say. Now somebody uh, told me that uh, your, Fat Joe's part was taken out. Did any? Uh, you said that, that is not true. Is this not true? Because I true. nobody have said anything about Fat Joe's parts no. being in there. I don't know if Fat Joe's part of the story has come up yet. It's a five part series. They only on part what three? Three, maybe three. three. Yeah, yeah. yeah three was this week. So they got five. They got two more parts. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, honestly, does Ashanti have to address any of this? Because if Ashanti telling the story of her career and her legacy, she don't got to talk about who she was. She doesn't doing yeah. what. With, but if she wants to, she'll do know? it on her own time, on her own platform that she chooses to do it. Yeah. All right. Now, Magic yeah. Johnson has shut down false rumors that he was donating blood at the Red Cross. So apparently, there was an image <laughs> circulating on social media that showed him at a doctor's appointment in 2012 on, having blood drawn. And he wanted let, to let people know this it's not true. That's not I what I feel was like happening. this rumor comes up every couple of years, though. He said, I'm aware of the false every story circling the Internet. And to be clear, I have never donated blood. Now, right? that, why would he? Well, first of all, that's not true, though. I mean, not donated. Yeah, right. He probably never yeah, he donated. didn't donate blood. But why he would he even reply to that? I guess it was gotten so big he just wanted to squash it <laughs> all right now let's say nothing man. let's talk about the ia i mean the ai the ai rapper artificial intelligence rapper fn mika we talked about this before he was signed to capitol records they ended up dropping him uh just because there was a lot of backlash from this character that they created and now the person whose voice they use the alleged voice behind FM Mika, Kyle the Hooligan is speaking out and here's what he said on a video that he shared online. They came to me with this AI and was like, would I want to be the voice of it? And I thought it was going to be like some collaboration. They promised me equity into the company, percentages, all this stuff. So I'm thinking like, okay, there's about to be some collab, something different for me. So I could do my music and be on some AI stuff with this uh, FM Mika character. So everything's going good. Next thing I know, it's just ghosted me like use my voice use my sound use the culture and literally just left me high and dry i ain't get a dime off of nothing and they got record deals all this stuff i wasn't involved with no meetings or none of that Eek. well it's over for them anyway they ended up dropping that artist mm -hmm. i still can't believe people got more upset at a non-black artificial intelligence rapper using the n-word than they ever have at a non-black human rapper for using the n-word that's still insane to me yeah i don't know if it was just that it was a lot more to it than just using the n-word what, what else was there to it because because whatever they would I, be mad at whatever they would be mad at the ai rapper right there's a real rapper they can be mad at well they were saying that a lot of a lot of black creators already don't get the credit or the finances that they should be getting so to create this character that's not even a real person 
you know, is offensive to people who are really putting in the work and not even getting compensated or getting credit for what it is that they do. And you see Kyle or Hooligan had an issue with that too. He didn't get no money and no credit for that. Well, these black rappers be uh, out here acting like they're getting all the money in the world. But that outrage worked, right? They did end up dropping this artificial intelligence right. rapper. Yeah. And 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 and, I, and to that point, Yee, I wonder if folks know quite possibly they have the power to single-handedly change the type of content artists put in their music. If they have this kind of pushback over every artist that uses the N-word, every artist that celebrates gang culture, drug culture, promotes violence in their music, if they pressed artists and labels about that type of content constantly, it would be it would shift the whole culture of hip-hop. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Mm-hmm. People's Choice Mix is up next. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays, you can pocket more cash when you can buy multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, that's E-N-V-Y, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. But first, I want to uh, I want to salute Inside Radio. You know, Inside Radio. Uh, yesterday, they put out their 2022 most powerful people in podcasting, and uh, myself and the president of the Black Effect Podcast Network, Dolly Bishop, uh, are on that top 50, uh, as well as Will Pearson and Connell Byrne for iHeartRadio. So drop one of the clues bombs for all of us being named to some of the top 50 most powerful people in podcasting again this year. And I want to salute iHeartRadio for being the number one podcast network, according to Media Monitors. They have uh, 17 shows in the top 200. And got to salute The Breakfast Club uh, for being the number seven top podcast in the world all right because you know breakfast club does come out in the podcast form and salute million dollars worth of game and drink champs and a uh, hot box podcasting because they all made the top 25 as a uh, top podcast in the world so drop the clues bombs for everybody doing their thing in the podcast it is a blessing Absolutely. and the positive note is simply this this came from uh, Miss Anita Kopax. Salute to the homie Anita Kopax. She said, when we truly don't give a F about what other people think, there is no need to rebel against the status quo. Rebelling is just another extreme of caring what people think. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. 
Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.